You're listening to the Joyful Grace Podcast. I'm Sarah DeLauder. Today is the third episode in a three-part series with my good friend, Lorna Creech. I hope that you've heard the first two episodes of Lorna's testimony, because her inspiring faith and choice to follow the Lord anywhere has impacted my own relationship with Christ. This last part of her story is really all about a new beginning. You will be encouraged by how the Lord bridges the gap of her past and now what lies ahead, all the while she places her trust in the one she's proven to be faithful over and over. I'm so blessed. I can just go on and on and talk about my life with David Creech. And so, you know, what is the next step? Yeah. You know, that's where the tears come in. What is the next step for Lorna? And so what I'm learning to do right now is just take it one day at a time um, to let my heart be healed once yeah. again. God does heal hearts. Mm-hmm. He really does. He heals them just like like from any sickness or disease, broken bones. He heals hearts. And I've had my heart healed several times. I think every man and woman that's in a marriage, yeah. you go through life, you have your heart healed. And He heals our hearts. And He helps us to forgive. And He gives us grace beyond where it could even fathom. Sometimes to love when we don't even like that person that we are <laughs> that we are spending the rest of our lives with, but He gives us the grace and the mercy mm-hmm. to uh, snuggle up to Him and say, "I love you," before you go to bed at night, or to hold their hand when you just need to hold hands, or when they are sick and mm-hmm. you are the one that is holding them and you're going through all those things. God gives us that grace that if we didn't have it, it wouldn't. It just wouldn't be right. Yeah. So I feel very blessed, Sarah. I have lived a wonderful life. And I wouldn't, you know, yeah, maybe things might have been easier if it would have been da-da-da. But you know what? It's it's made me who I am. And our son, Michael, is stronger. Oh, he's, yeah. He's, kids, they know what go on inside your house. Mm-hmm. They know it. They are smart. And Michael has lived through, and he has seen, but he's seen his mom and dad hold on to each other and hold on to their faith in God, and he has seen restoration. He has seen forgiveness. Yes. So I believe that Michael, when when his Mrs. Wright comes along, that he's going to be an amazing husband. Oh, he's, I think so, too. He's going to be a great dad. He loves kids, and he saw that in David. Mm-hmm. And so I... Uh, you know, it is very important to realize that little eyes are seeing you. Yeah. They know what's going on. So, but I do feel blessed. Yeah. I've always loved whenever Michael's come to hang out with Larry and goof off or whatever, he's always sharing stories, <laughs> but he's always full of joy. And I think about everything that he's observed and gone through with you all. Yet he's been able to maintain that joy because you set that foundation of Christ in the home and always putting Christ first. Yeah. And that's always been Michael's go-to. Conversationally, musically, whatever it is, Michael's always being pointed to Christ or pointing others to Christ. Yeah. But he wouldn't have gotten that if it hadn't been for the foundation that you and David had laid and not exempt from the struggles and the trials that you went through. Because then he knows how God can redeem, how God can heal, how God can produce 
the forgiveness in somebody that may not want to forgive, right. but you do it because you love that person or you do it simply because it's obedience to the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. He, um, the last six months um, of David's life, we had, it, it was the three of us primarily, you know, uh, living in a little duplex in Branson, you know, even though it was hard to mm-hmm. see what was going on and still using the word every day, you know, standing on God's promises and using our faith and, you know, just holding on to his promises that every day David said, I will live and not die and declare yes. the works of the Lord. And he said that every day, if not several times throughout the day. He, um, I think even Larry had talked about that he believed that God uh, didn't restore a marriage right. for him to leave. And, you know, I don't, I don't understand. I think as believers, that's just, we are here in this earth and there, there is an enemy and it is the enemy that comes to steal, kill and destroy. Yeah. But Jesus said, I come to give you life and you have it more abundantly. So even in those times where we don't understand and we go through, we have to hold on to God's word, even if it is one scripture that you can hold on to. To get you through the day, to get Mm -hmm. you through the week, the month, to get your heart over the hurt. Um, And I think that's what, you know, we've done, and that's where I'm at. It's been 14 months since David left. Wow. I know it doesn't seem possible, does it? It doesn't. No, um, it does not. But Michael and I, in those last six months, we had a lot of joy with David. Mm -hmm. Um, David did not talk death. I mean, he just didn't. He was going no. to live. Yeah. And um, so our household was, we uh, we watched a lot of Andy Griffith, and we, uh, <laughs> we, we talked a lot about the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. And that's, you know, we talked a lot about that. And we made plans. Our plan was that um, David was going to get past this, and we were going to share our story. And I think I shared with you, I told David one day, I said, well, you know, our perceptions might be a little bit different. You know, mine might be a little bit different from yours. And he was like, well, you know, but but at the end, the end was the same. And so, um, but he wanted people to know how God loves you and that mm-hmm. it does not matter. At the end of the day, folks, it does not matter what you do or say. Right. It does not matter what act you commit the Jesus, His blood shed for us. Mm-hmm. If we call upon His name and through His blood, we we are saved. Yes, we are His child, and we have that promise. And if we mess up, we hit our knees and we say we're sorry, and boom, it's okay. Right. Thank God. It's just like our children coming to us. Mm-hmm. They mess up and they know, and man, they may not want to come to us, mm-hmm. but they come <laughs> to us and they're like, "Hey, Mom," and I'm like, "Yeah." What what is it? And you know, but Michael knows that I love him. Mm-hmm. He knows that, and he may have to come and say, uh, "I kind of messed up." And I'm like, "Okay, well, okay, well, we'll we'll get through it." Yeah, and that's what David and I did, and that's what everybody has. You know, we we trip ourselves up with our own condemnation because mm-hmm. the enemy wants to do that. But he, Jesus, loves us. Yes, and he wants us to have joy. He wants us to laugh. He wants us to uh, love one another. Mm-hmm. You know, our faith can't work if we're not walking in love. So we better get our love factor working. And so, anyway, I just um, I feel very blessed. I still do, but I don't. I don't know what's next for Lorna. 
So when you ask me, there was no hesitation. I said, I mean, I said yes. I maybe three months ago I might not have done it, but I, I, I want if I could if there's one person that I can help, mm-hmm. if there's one person that I can give encouragement to that your marriage can be restored completely, better than you ever yeah. imagined. Because mine was. Yes. Mine was. I had a Hallmark wedding. My (laughs) friends gave us a Hallmark wedding. And I remember that day. I was thinking the other day at our reception because I've always liked to dance. You know, for a Pentecostal background, you know, you weren't supposed to do that. (laughs) Um, So everybody out there listening and, you know, but um, I always did like to dance. And David didn't. He mm-hmm. was like, I cannot dance. And I'm like, you hold that guitar in your hand. You dance with that guitar every night. So when we got ready for the wedding, and my friends were they were like, we are going to give you a wedding like you've... Because mm. we didn't have that when we first got married. Right. And so um, they said, do you want to have a dance? And I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and David said, I'm not dancing. So I, I didn't press it for a while. And so I went to him later and I said, would you please dance with me? We had never danced. Wow. Never. And he said, okay, yeah, I'll do it for you. So um, David was getting, this was October, and uh, he was starting to struggle a little bit. His legs were starting to struggle. And um, it was the night before. Well, you know, a wedding, everything just starts popping. Right. We had went out to eat, and we were at the house, and he said, we haven't practiced. And he, he was really tired, and I said, Okay, well, we'll practice. And he said, I can't do this. And I said, just shut your eyes and pretend I'm your red guitar. (laughs) I said, just pretend I'm your red guitar. And I said, and he just started laughing and he said, okay. But I said, it's all going to work out. And so we put the music on. My friend Dar was there and Michael turned it on. And we danced beautifully in, in in our living room. And I said, I knew if I could ever get past that red guitar, David, I knew that it would figure out that I would I would be the greatest love of your life. And so anyway, we laughed about it. But at the reception, he um he was tired. So he danced halfway through and then yeah. the, Michael came out and took his place. I um, remember that, but I love that's probably one of my favorite pictures oh. from your wedding. Is of you two dancing. Yes. Oh, me too, Sarah. We never, you know, we've been married a long time, but that wedding, mm. God really was there in a special way. I had people that were there that they said, we we went home. There was a lady I work with. She said, we went home. My husband was there, and he said, I, I don't appreciate you enough. Wow. He said, I don't I don't love you enough. You know, I, I think that our that wedding ceremony showed a lot of people, oh, yeah. you know, just how much that we really don't need to take our spouse for granted. Mm-hmm. You know, and sometimes we're when we're in the ministry, and I'm telling you, we have done it all in the ministry. Ministry is not easy. Whether you are a pastor or you are evangelist, you are singing. I've seen it. I've seen mm-hmm. it all. And I've been there. It is not easy, but Man, to have the opportunity to not only marry the love of my life once, mm-hmm. but to marry him twice, and um, to have that, it was it was truly amazing. And um, but I was thinking about later on. I was up dancing. David did not feel like it, but I remember just looking over at him and him just smiling at me. 
Oh, just yeah. letting me letting me just enjoy this. It was absolutely dancing with nieces and nephews, and then yeah. <laughs> going over and loving on him. And then you know, but he told me, he said, "No, he said this is the best day of my life." Mm-hmm. And um, and then we got to go on a real honeymoon, and you know, God is just, He is so good. Mm-hmm. And so um, it has been fourteen months, and I miss Him dearly. And um, I have. Uh, I know we've talked about Marco Polo messages, but, and I have those that I listen to. And I have a couple of videos just that he sent me um, that I listen to every once in a while when I just need to see him. And I just need to hear him say that I yeah. love you. I have one that that's all it is, is him just telling me that he loves me. Hmm. And so sometimes when I'm just having one of those days, I just look at that video just to hear him say that he loves me. Um, because love is powerful. It is. It is so powerful. And um, so if I could encourage you and, you know, as I, anyone that I could encourage is just don't give up. Mm -hmm. Trust God always, always trust Him. And if we trust Him, then peace will follow. He will. Peace will follow us. We talked about that earlier. I was going to say that was always something that David, anytime that Larry and I were going through something or approaching a crossroads of uh-huh. a decision to be made, his answer was always follow the peace. Yeah. Yeah. That was, we lived by it. Uh, and sometimes we missed it. To be <laughs> honest, sometimes we missed it. And um, we would say, okay, we're going to learn from that one. You know, maybe we weren't listening quite as good as we should have been, but. But it is a good thing to, because trust and peace, they, mm-hmm. they really are hand in hand. The scripture talks about that. And so here I am. And I I just want to say thanks, Sarah, for asking me, mm-hmm. for thinking of me. Because sometimes, you know, David was very, he was he was out front, you know, in, in the latter years of our lives and, and ministry. Um, because as a mama, you kind of, you, yeah, you, you take that. That, that step back. And um, so, okay, God. Well, what is next? How do I minister without David? You know, how do I sing without David? Because David would just sit down at the piano and I could just sing. And I haven't sang since he left, mm. other than I, I sang at a funeral of a dear friend that asked me to help him and just feeling like I, I needed to do that. But I haven't sang at church. I haven't I haven't yet. And I'm I'm like, but I want to, God. You know, so, you know, in time, I think that'll happen. Or speaking, I, I, I do want to encourage people. And so I just want to say thank you for letting maybe this be the first thing, you yeah. know, that, that I start with as I start on this this new season of my life. You know, I don't know what it's going to, where it's going to go or what, but I know that, that, he's, that Jesus is holding me and that I will trust him and, um, and, and we'll, we'll see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Well, I know I've been blessed by you. I was blessed by Larry and David's friendship. And I would say God's already using you. Like when you sent us the text, I don't know if it was last week or the week before, it was that, that bit of encouragement to lean on the Lord. And you've always done that. And your, your ministry right now might not be in your eyes something grand, but I believe that it is in your commitment to be a friend, in your commitment to show the love of God, your commitment to be a mom 
that leaves that legacy through Michael. Because everybody that I've ever known that has known you has had nothing but accolades to say of the joy that you bring to them. And that's the love of God. And you radiate that. So I know before we go, I would absolutely love it if you would pray for anybody facing anything that you've been through that you can relate to. Because when we have something that we've gone through, it's so much easier for us to relate and understand what other people may be facing. Mm -hmm. And I shared your story when we were down in Florida at a church service about God's restoration of your marriage. And God used that to speak to a woman currently going through divorce, believing for her husband's salvation. So just as God doesn't allow His Word to return void, He's not going to allow everything that you've been through to be for nothing. That's right. Oh, Father, we just love You so much. And we thank You. We thank You, God, for, for loving us and for for just being our Father and picking us up when we fall down and helping us to find the next the next door to open or the, the next place to go or just being there for us. So Father, right now, I pray in Your mighty name for anyone that's listening, if your heart is broken, all you have to do is ask Jesus to heal your heart. Just ask Him to heal your heart from whatever hurt you have experienced from your childhood, teenage years, through your marriage, through the death of a a loved one or a child. If your heart is grieving today, let the Holy Spirit, let Him wrap His arms around you right now where you are at and let you know that He cares about that hurt. He cares about the very littlest detail and He wants to pick up those pieces and put them all back together and make it better than you could ever imagine. Mm -hmm. I pray for you right now that the blinders will be taken off of your eyes and that you will be enlightened by His Word and and the understanding and that you will be able to walk fully in His presence and know Him greater than you have ever known Him. Whether you are a new Christian, whether you have been a Christian all of your life, or maybe right now you've never heard about Jesus and you want to accept this Jesus into your heart as Lord and Savior, then right now we ask you to do that. Just say, Father, here I am. Come into my life. Make me new, Father. I want that relationship with you. And He'll do it right now. And that the peace of God that passes all understanding, you will experience it like you've never experienced it before. And joy will rise up inside of you and you will laugh again. You will dance again. You will dream again because God is a God of dreams and loves and He is passionate about that for His children. So I just pray for each and every one of you to reach out to Him now. Call unto Him and He will meet you right where you're at. And Father, we just thank You for that right now. I thank You that You just put Your hands over them right now where they're at. And we just thank You for that in the name of Jesus. Amen. When life is different than we would like, sometimes we ask the Lord, what's next for me? Lorna has gone through overwhelming loss, 
yet never lost her faith and hope that the Lord was continually by her side guiding her. Now she is once again trusting Him to direct her steps. Maybe you're at a crossroads and unsure of the next steps. I would love to pray with and for you. Please email me at thejoyfulgracepodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and be sure to join us next time on the Joyful Grace Podcast.